Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week, we are the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man Stevens, and Rob, the old guy. You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. It's me. I'm here. Never fear. Remind remind me to turn that down. I will not. Hey, you said you said our recordings were were sounded low, so I cranked mine up. So I don't know. Hear ye, hear ye. We're going to talk about the folks that cra- croaked. Um, I don't know. Cracked? We're ba- paying good. Whatever, whatever they, d- <laughs> the poor people that have passed away. I'll, so I'll help correct that. This this segment is basically we're celebrating the lives of the people who've passed away who are notable we loved or just plain. Wow, that's sad. So we're going to start off with the one that probably hurt the most to me was Treat Williams, T-R-E-A-T Williams, uh, Everwood uh, and Hare. You've seen him in a bunch of things. He was even that Billy Zane movie where he played the bad guy on um, The Phantom. He's been around forever. And I mean, and, well, felt like forever. I felt bad about that. A guy got in a motorcycle accident. That wasn't his fault. Gosh, surprise. Yeah, that, uh, man, I, I, I just, I heard that. It's it, That sucks so bad. I mean, it just. It does. Especially yeah. when it was something most likely avoidable. Um, well, I'm sure he did everything he could. A car basically just cut out right in front of him, and <clears throat> that was it. Part of the reasons why I'm not running a motorcycle too much anymore. The, the young and the restless Brett Hady Hadley died at 92. It's a really good, good run. run. Yeah. And let's see, who else? Let's see, June 15th, Glenda Jackson, English stage and screen actor, uh, Oscar BAFTA, Emmy Antonio Award winning actress, woman in love, Elizabeth R. Blah, blah, blah. She died uh, at 87. Sorry. Wait a minute. This website was wrong. She passed away in 2015. Well, that was. Well, so much for that one. Mm. Well. Our condolences, regardless, even though yeah. John seemed to give crap. Yeah, I've, belated. I've, I've, I've belated as it may be, I still feel sad. So apparently, this list has a bunch of. See, oh, June sixteenth, Daniel Ellsberg, American military analyst, whistleblower, the Pentagon Papers, anti-war advocate, dies of pancreatic cancer at ninety-two years of age. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't seem so excited when you find one. <clears throat> No, it was just oh, more the fuck. fact that I didn't know he was. <laughs> I actually didn't know he was still. Uh, I didn't know he was still uh, alive up until recently because he was one of these guys um, that you read about. And yeah. he's okay. more my era. Just kind of saying, John. You know, that, calm okay. down a little bit when you find a, uh, somebody die. <laughs> <laughs> a little sobriety when it comes to it is good. <laughs> What's going to happen? A little. Um, uh, if you say so. You more hate mail. So uh, yeah, I'm tired. By the way, if you can hear me, I'm punchy. It's been a long day. <clears throat> so good news in the AI front, and this is something I hope is permanent. Grammys only human creators are eligible to win Recording Academy. Says response to AI, and I think this is. Perfect. Um, my only question that I got to actually read in this article, and I don't remember when I read it, is can AI assist in it, or is it have to be not AI created at all? Is uh, an AI going to have to determine it's written by an AI? <laughs> it's true. Just 
you know, begs the question. <laughs> but the other thing I'm wondering, because back in the special effects back in the day, um, if you've ever seen like the Black Hole, Tron, some of those never made, got uh, awards for graphics because it was considered cheating using a computer. So maybe this is just something that's going to go away over time. <laughs> I don't think we should give any awards. <laughs> no award for you, AI. <clears throat> I kind of stand with the old way of doing it where it's like, you know, if it's computer generated and not actually, you know, they're, I mean, granted, the AI, being able to program the AI to do that is a skill. But once the AI takes over, then is it really a skill from a human anymore so isn't that the same kind of argument about cgi in a way yeah i mean you're right <laughs> but but my understanding of these guys that do all the cgi work it's a lot of work so I mean, here's, it takes a lot to do what they do and so reading a little bit more into the article it says a work that contains no human authorship is not eligible for any category they said under the new artificial intelligence ai protocols released friday so it sounds like the ai can be involved but the human has to have the final say so i mean that's still pretty still pretty liberal i would say no well, ai in general personally which sure. would also ban the final Beatles song. Paul McCartney says he's utilized AI to complete one final Beatles song. The track is believed to be based on the 1978 John Lennon demo called Now and Then and is slated for release this year. I, so here's my thought on this is. All right, Paul. I'm, I'm, I'm what kind did of. You have the AI do. Play John's part? Yeah, John's voice. Uh, Jackson was <laughs> okay. able to extricate... Well, there you go. <clears throat> so Jackson was able to extricate John's voice from a ropey, a little bit, a ropey little bit of cassette. Okay. We had John's voice and piano, and he could separate them with AI. Then tell the machine that's the voice, this is the guitar, lose the guitar. So when we came to make what was the last Beatles record, it was a demo that John had. And we were able to take John's voice and get it pure through this, through this AI. Then we mixed it into the recording as we normally would do. So I, I th assume it's, I'm actually okay with that. If, if it's yeah, something that, you know, the surviving members, it being him and Ringo Starr, if, if they're like, if they're both like, let's do it. I, I'm a, it doesn't bother me. It's like uh, Tupac. Uh, one of the concerts uh, a number of years ago had a Tupac um, hologram, and uh, I think Snoop Dogg was there. It's like, I'm okay with that. It's a little creepy, but... I don't know. So I've, uh, Rob, do you watch Black Mirror? You know... I haven't, and everybody keeps saying, you need to watch Black Mirror. Um, I know John hadn't, so I wasn't even going to waste my time asking. <laughs> um, Jerk. The newest <laughs> season of Black Mirror, um, it, the, the first episode was kind of pretty funny, actually. But it also brings up some interesting questions, okay? So, it it's basically one of those terms and services episode. You don't read terms and services uh, when you say I accept. All right. Um, the Black Mirror's kind of fake uh, Netflix on there took this woman's life, turned it into a TV show. Hmm. 
played by none other than Salma Hayek on the show. Mm, okay. You know? But as she's doing the research of it, she finds out that Salma Hayek sold her image to the Netflix pseudo company and they took her image and did AI with it to create a artificial CGI rendition of Salma Hayek to play this role. Mm-hmm. So that that's like, but the whole thing was input into a computer. So the computer is like the producer, the director, and creates the whole episode type thing. Wow. How meta. So eventually, I'm like, you know, and I thought it was kind of funny because that whole, you know, uh, I think it was South Park was the first one I remember doing an episode on that about, you know, you don't read, you don't read all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. No EULAs, no terms and conditions. Right. Yeah. So anyways, um, but that kind of makes me think of that episode where, you know, you get these AIs that you basically so pretty much what the company did was they said it left it and walked away from it hmm. and it's putting out tv shows <laughs> well all right <laughs> that's interesting they're taking the person's life off their phone or any device that yeah. he has, has their app on it they can record her life and listen to it and create the episode it's kind of like uh deep fake meets ai meets yeah you know that kind of thing. So. Oh, that that's that's yeah. the that's the next reality show. Exactly. That is that's what it was. It was a yeah. reality show, and it's like every they had it on pretty much all the people that had accepted everything. They, they did that. So it's kind of like one of those things. It's like, oh boy, you mean I got to start reading all that stuff now? So it's becoming more, and more a possibility. Like I mean, yeah. you're with your phone nearby yeah. about something you want to buy, something you're interested in. Right, you start seeing ads for it on Facebook or Google or any of that stuff. So I uh, talk yeah. about universal license agreements or EULAs. I found a listicle, and Melanie, this is for you. So here's, I think it here's a ten, but it says buried in section fifty-seven point ten of Amazon's terms of service is about the acceptable safe use of lumber yard materials. The online marketplace is stash a clause that negates the whole section should be. The zombie apocalypse takes place. Of course, they have broader legalese the way of stipulating such an event. However, these restrictions will not apply in the event of occurrence certified by the United States Center for Disease Control or a successor body of widespread viral infection transmitted via bites or contact with body fluids that contains human corpses to reanimate and seeks to consume living human flesh, blood, brain, or nerve tissue, and is likely to result in the fall of organized (laughs) civilization. (laughs) What? Okay. Um, They're protecting themselves against the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, basically. Exactly. No, why not? Why not? Uh, Hold on. There's a couple couple more. Oh, you got more to go? A couple more? I'm I'm, I'm trying to get to the funny ones. I didn't know you were done. I mean, I I, I said listicle, damn it. Well, I know, but with you, it could be one. It's a listicle yeah, of one. One is the loneliest. Uh, number three, Atomic iTunes. In its, end user, in its end user license agreement, iTunes stipulates that everyone, anyone 
on any of the included list embargoed countries and array of person, persons, entities denied entry to citizens of embargoed countries wedged into directly after is and added limitations of you also see you also agree that you will not use these products for any purposes prohibited by the united states law including without limitations developing design manufacture production of nuclear missiles or chemical or biological weapons yeah i'd agree with that and and the the person's comment who knew music players even had such capabilities how about that who knew um let's see what's another one your listicle's too long yeah well the but story I, behind it it's too long i i, I did like headlines they got to teach you how to do listicle i i did like no, the no. fact that 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 amazon you know that has a zombie apocalypse thing that's oh, pretty yeah, amusing I, I like that too i i agree how about uh <clears throat> if brands were brutally honest uh for their slogans and some of the things they say here i've, I've got some under truth hurts We'll put that under there. So it's things like Applebee's, right? Their slogan is good food, good people. It really should be something like uh, professionally microwaved food. <laughs> they, right? they, Isn't that truth, and, truth and in advertising, right? They need, to add, they, they need to add something about their crappily over-sugared cocktails. Yeah. I don't drink their crap. Electronic arts. It's in the game. It should really say, unlock the slogan for only nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> That's damn right? true. Is that right? Or a target. Or wait, or it, it could or, be buy this pack. You could win it. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Or or target. Target is expect more pay less, but it really should say because you don't want to go to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They they they're they're, they're the the, what are they what are they so the the bor the, the bourgeois walmart <laughs> yeah exactly or or here's apples think different that's their slogan it really should say you don't want people to think you're poor do you <laughs> <laughs> i like that one pepsi every pepsi refreshes the world it really should say is pepsi okay <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question yeah, or Starbucks, they don't really have a slogan, but it should be where it takes seven words to say coffee. <clears throat> I, uh, to actually, my favorite one is actually by Jeff Michael, rest in peace, our formerly, one of our uh, formerly dearly departed co-hosts. He said only Starbucks can bastardize seven languages for, for, one, for one business. Yeah. He had a pretty funny bit about that. Nike, just do it. Or it should really say our kids making products for yours <laughs> <laughs> that's brutal i like that one they're talking to you mj Ticketmaster. they don't have a slogan but it should be we'll rob you blind just to see some guy yeah yeah oh that yeah. the the taylor one was the the taylor swift concert one has been brutal fallout fallout still going on with that one how about uh spirit airlines Less money, more go. It should really be. And you thought Greyhound was fucked up. <laughs> I didn't, was it Spirit Airlines? Yeah, Spirit Airlines. Wow. Uh, <laughs> or Walmart's statement is save money, live better. It really should be because you have because you don't have Target money. 
relating back to target stores as as a former worker at the big blue spark i'm, I'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna keep my mouth <laughs> shut on that one that that's just to say dear leaders not as nice as he used to be uh well there's my short listicle of brutally honest slogan <clears throat> So I, I got in a conversation with somebody a couple of days ago, and I thought it was an interesting conversation, so I, I thought I would share. Um, how much is too much when it comes to drinks? Like, I know people that will say once a week is too much or, you know, a couple of beers a day is fine. So how much do you think is, is too much when it comes to alcohol? For me, I, if I have a cocktail, I have one once, maybe twice a week at most. So... More and more studies are showing that this so-called, you know, a glass of red wine is good for you or two glasses are good for you or it's all bullshit. They're, they're saying really that, you know, our bodies were never designed to metabolize alcohol. And so with that uh, thought in mind, I kind of say that no alcohol is good. Um, I think it mostly depends on the person. There's some people that can have a drink and stop or have, you know, two to three and stop. And it's not like a weekly or monthly habit that they form. It's just they just want to do it every so often. Yeah, understood. But I don't think it was I don't think it was just because you want to. I, John, were you saying was it because. Um, is alcohol okay, or well, what this, was your whole idea? Well, this that one? the the, per, the person I was talking to is you know the the conversation was about you know alcoholics you know so does having like two beers a night make oh. you an alcoholic or oh, okay. does definition of an alcoholic? Yeah, because some people will for right. me will say hey you can do this right that you have you have a a cigar once a month or a, a couple of cocktails a week and oh that's perfect and I was like well that's just my thing. I, agree I with don't James though he's right I think that you know it, it does depend on the person and everybody slightly different there are people that you know they do the same thing with smoking or whatever you know no. plug in there whatever it may be and you know are, so yeah i i agree with james on that one. i think it depends on the person and, and some people could have one drink and then they're they're hooked and they have to have multiple drinks a day and every day and they start out from the moment they wake up until they go to bed i mean the, the you know human beings seem to be able to abuse whatever it is that you put in front of us maybe food or booze or weed or cool. cigarettes or you know right whatever it could yeah. be yeah anything yeah. can be a, a an addiction honestly yeah i made a i'm a member of talk about this i made a joke in one of the record communities a part of facebook i said you know i uh thanks to you all i have an addiction and everybody everybody said you know said oh i that's not a problem i've got a i've uh, got a thousand lps and this isn't a problem and i'm like my wife would murder me if i just had somehow had a thousand lps and spilling all over the place um <laughs> So yeah, I just I just thought it was an interesting conversation because I would say you know having a beer, two beers a night, it, well it would be a lot for me for somebody who doesn't like beer. It's like I didn't really think that was a big deal, but I guess it depends if you you need it to 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 live. Like if you smoke a lot of marijuana and without it you're just a flaming jerk. Yeah. Well, I think isn't it isn't it where the statement you made was like you need it. Yeah. You have to have yeah. it, and I think yeah. that's. You know, if you can take it or leave it, maybe not as much. But if you have to have it, then that that is an issue. So, like, I that, mean, that could be you know, people as simple as you know, that they kind of got hooked on oxycodone because they were treating pain 
but the pain is still there but they have to take you know if you don't escalate it i think i think if you take a small amount to help with your pain it helps with your pain and yeah your body at some point is going to say hey if you stop i'm gonna you know knock the shit out of you but if but if you can handle it not uh put it where you're always going for the high and i think it's the high part that you know we we like that it feels good let's do it let's keep doing it it releases good feelings you know from our brain or or different parts of our body right just you know become addicted to it like there's some people that you know they're not so much addicted to the flavor of the smoke but of the actual habit of doing it Mm -hmm. exactly there's there's a number of things mechanic right rather than the taste or flavor yeah yeah, no, you're absolutely right. However your brain wires your addiction is kind of how it goes. So that's that, um, that's an interesting point. Like, I know, I've known a lot of smokers over the years. The reason they've never been able to stop smoking is because it's their stress relief. It's the one thing they do yeah. that actually helps them calm down. Same thing with alcoholics. There's some people that don't like the taste of certain alcohols. But if it's available and they don't have their, their flavor, they'll go for that one that they don't like. They're, they're an equal opportunity offender. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just kind of the way that, you know, that it's wired. It's what motivates them. There's some people that are alcoholics, but they only drink Bud Light. Not so much anymore, I'm sure, but whatever. If you're sticking <laughs> to it enough, you're not going to care what's on the bottom. No, they're, they're, pro- they're probably drinking Bud Light right now because Bud Light's probably dropping their price. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. So I had a couple ones to to talk about. You guys want the one of my favorite ones that's uh, local? I don't know. Sure. I don't. I can't say uh, I've heard of this uh, company, but it's a Taqueria Garibaldi's. There's two locations, one in Sacramento and one in Roseville. They are being ordered to pay back wages to 35 employees of $140,000. Are you ready for why? Okay, go. This is one I've never heard of. They hired a fake priest to spy on their employees. They offered their employees to get confessions from this fake priest to get their workplace sins out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so these employees had a had a, a workplace sponsored priest come to the restaurant <laughs> for them to <laughs> lay out their confessions to. So this this would never pretty, work pretty with clever. This would never work with any of the Mexicans I know. So I, I, I'm kind of confused how they got away with this. Matter of fact, I know a couple of Mexicans that would have made some uh, some hilarious stuff up that everybody looked, you know, because once the boss found out, you know, the boss would be looking at sideways. It's like, called Catholic guilt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so well, the Department of Labor says an employee testified that the restaurant ordered uh, or, so not ordered offered staff a priest to listen to confessions <laughs> during work hours the priest urged staff to get the sins out <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's, but, one, that's one that I'm like find right it pretty right. damn clever if you ask me <laughs> 
it, like, why, why were they doing that? So, so I got a tagline. If I ever open a bar, that's going to be the tagline to get the sins out. <laughs> oh, and and it should call the bar the sin bin. That way, it's in the you know. Yeah, I. Uh, that's uh, hilarious. Yeah, I, I. That's great. Never heard of that one before. <laughs> I mean, I've heard some weird ones, but that that one's pretty up there. I just sitting around a brainstorming about that. <laughs> hey, let's get this fake priest to come out and take confessions of our employees, and then we can know their dirty secrets. <laughs> where did where did he, where did he get the priest from? Megan'sLaw.com. I, I don't know. I think they might have just uh, gone out and just hired and some random bum off the street, got him a <laughs> priest outfit, said we'll give you fifty bucks per sin. I I got I got the old guy to pop. That was that was worth it for that. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> uh, you, you, if you guys, too bad you, we don't have a video version of the show. You, you guys missed it. That was funny. So, what do you think? <laughs> what do you guys think of all these smart stuff? Um, we, we there was a report a little bit ago I read that a lot of people didn't realize that ring for example your ring camera your doorbell your dash cam whatever it all goes on Amazon servers and a lot of people didn't realize that Amazon can really do with whatever they want where they report it to cops they can release it etc so what, what do you guys you guys think of of that do you think so we're you you know uh, they they came out and said especially when ring first appeared on the on the market that you know we don't nobody's sitting here watching your videos liars and and, the, I mean, and, and they were right isn't that there's yeah. a suit a lawsuit going on where they <clears throat> there were employees sitting around watching people's videos and or you know looking at cameras and things wanting to see hanky panky <laughs> well right okay. we just did so, one about tesla didn't we yeah we did let me just put this out there in a sense of just kind of where it's at now they have a certain amount of employees there right and it's not like they have an unlimited amount they don't have they don't service all this stuff out to india where they have you know uh we don't know that well that's true no we don't know that we don't know that but I'm saying, like, in aspect. You're assuming, you're assuming there's not enough people to watch all this video, and I would, I would agree with you. I know exactly where you're going with this, and I, I would agree with you. The same thing. The odds of somebody stumbling across your video, and, and being anything other than stupid dogs walking across the street or something, pretty slim. Yeah, but are there people that are watching the videos? Absolutely. I, 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 I will say that. I guarantee absolutely there's somebody out there who can see your video. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. Oh, I, you're I, absolutely I, right. I guarantee, especially if you're you're an attractive woman of any age, and they somehow run across your videos, and you're doing anything risque. I guarantee you're the one. Everybody talks about. Hey, check out six two five again. You know. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee that you know if you're attractive or you know something interesting happens in your video i guarantee somebody's gonna see no I, I, it's like i had a friend who um who i know she had a facebook and she I, I don't know how she did it but she uploaded a picture of herself topless to facebook i don't know how long it was on there 
But uh, scrolling through my feed, I saw it, messaged her right away. I said, um, I assume you didn't mean to do that. I guarantee that is still on the internet and has been probably downloaded over 100,000 times by now. Because once it's on the server out there somewhere, it's gone. You can't get it back. It would depend. Download it. It would depend on a couple things, and one, and like how tight controlled her. Like Facebook, for example, from my personal Facebook is is pretty locked down. If she was, oh, if God, she was, really? if she if she was smart about it, then it would just be her contacts, and it depends on the people she has. However, if it's uh, wide open, no pun intended, then yeah, she uh, her pictures are out there. Yeah, but once it goes on there, it goes through a bunch of different things, and somebody somewhere. I'm sure snatched it at some point. Oh yeah, I've yeah. had to. That's yeah. something. So even your ring cams that are supposed to be some, you know, server that isn't exposed to everyone. Once it's out, it's out. Once it's on the internet, once it's gone through whatever, somebody somewhere out there has access to it. That's just kind of where I'm going with it. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I. You're right. Pretty much. Terms and conditions, people. Freedom. <laughs> that's right I just because I'm, I'm wondering because at some point are people going to get tired of all the smart gadgets like all these new fancy cars that have all these cameras and security systems and now they're required to have a black box are we just going to accept the fact that we have no privacy in this digital world or is it some I point or is it some I point think so yeah so I think so, so I think as as time goes on it's going to be more commonplace and everybody just kind of gets used to it and it's just okay it's just there so Have it's you guys so watched the cop shows for uh the uk no <clears throat> but i do know they have cameras everywhere in london the uk has a very interesting um setup for their for their cop shows and uh, as john just said it has a lot to do with their CCTVs. There is CCTV for practically every inch of London and that surrounding areas. Hello. And that's what we're going to end up being here. And if you think that the cops aren't going to be able to go and get, you know, uh, um, not the search warrants, but I'm drawing a blank on it. Uh, uh, court orders for your ring cams when incidents happen and things like that, and they can do that. Had the ring? I thought the ring just gave it to them. I thought they just said we need we need the ring cameras from this block to this block, and I thought they just got permission, like straight yeah, out. But they, I'm sure they still need uh, some type of what, what? What is I'm trying to think of? It's not a search warrant. Pen warrant. I think you were right with the court order. I think you need a court order to, to subpoena. So subpoena. Yeah. Well, there's 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 a yeah because there's a there's a type uh, of I can't talk. There's a type of warrant where they just have to sign something and say yes, I'm officer yada yada, and I'm requesting this information. And not necessarily goes to the court. Well, I'm saying they still have to have that paperwork. That's <clears throat> where I'm going with that. In theory, anyway. they should have have to have something. But um, yeah, so I mean that if you are thinking that that's going to happen at some point or whatever, it's gonna it's. You're living in a fantasy world, and it's only going to get worse and worse and worse as we get more smart gadgets and all the other crap. But 
are we willing to go to revert back to not having those things? Well, that yeah. was that was my question. Is so in in the future, if you want to live a, a, a digital free world, when you're like a digital nomad, are you going to be like the Ted Kaczynski character? Are you going to be this no. really weird people? You know, like we just, just have no. I guess it's a hundred percent possible to live, you know, live a digital free world. It's just not easy, especially now that the government, U.S. government, and governments around the world are trying to get the digital currency and other things. It just—I wonder. Um, well, you just go do the van life bullshit. You can do that. Just instead of a van life, you go do tent life. <laughs> I don't think, or or buy property in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Well, I mean, there still is property out in the middle of nowhere. But I mean, like, how, how, I mean, are you, when you're talking about the smart stuff, are you thinking like it's going to, or even more with like the fridges, like how they, are you, do you think they're going to regulate how much we eat and all that crap? Well, no, because all of it, surveillance. Where all of it's surveillance, they all have cameras. It all connects to a server, and all connects to somewhere. So if you put on your tinfoil hat, somebody somewhere knows more about your life than you do. Like if you use your credit card and your debit card, it can tell um, all sorts of things. There's there's a, a story years ago that came out that this girl was looking up a bunch of stuff on the the website for Target, and it told her parents that she was pregnant because she was looking up pregnancy tests and all the, the baby stuff. So well, this way AI is coming. It's going to tell everything and know everything. So it, it to, to me it, it does kind of bother me a little bit. It's not like you know the old argument. I don't do anything. Why be afraid? It's it's just kind of creepy how everything is just watching you. Except it's all like a bunch of stupid little howls. Come on, John. Yes, everything is watching. We just talked about that and the fact that you know we put our phones down and we have a conversation about you know X Y and Z. You look at some. You know, you get on Facebook and there's ads for it. I've never actually had that yep. happen. That's because you don't pay attention enough, John. No, I, I, I don't see any ads for stuff I talk about. It's your hair. You just don't pay attention. <laughs> I've, I've never had anything pop up as far as a conversation goes all of a sudden on my phone. Certainly anytime you go to any website to look for anything, oh, yeah, you go back on and, and there it's there. All those cookies tracking you everywhere. They know what's going on. However, like has cookies. eBay keeps telling me like there's a bunch of Stevie Ray Vaughan albums for sale that I'm like, look, I'm I, see, I, I, see? <laughs> but but that's there a save, but that's a saved search. That's not that. That's like going there's 62 Stevie Ray albums. Like, woo, woo, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> there, how much? I'll, I'll wait until it goes lower. Um, so when they get down to one, yeah, because they're running out. There's not going to be any more. But then Stevie the price Ray. will go up. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, so you know the price hasn't gone up, and the price is fairly is, is incredibly reasonable, and you'll love it when you buy it. Is this today's show is brought to you by Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people, the game where dignity is overrated. Make sure you go to o d d a s s i t y dot com or selected stores. Make sure you use Mad Trio, all caps, all one word for ten percent off your final order. Make sure you tell Miss Audacity herself that the Mad Trio sent you. Do you want to keep up to date with the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Make sure you go to themadtrio.com or check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And and to to, to answer somebody who once said you you, you guys aren't particularly mad, we're, we're, we we've taken our delatinum today. We're all pretty calm. 
So, <laughs> so common mistakes people make when they're young. All right. You guys made any of these? No. Never. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Having children with the wrong person. I've only done that one. <laughs> <laughs> How come John and I were staring at James? <laughs> I, you know, I actually think that's kind of unfair to the child. However, the the said person you have child with is, is uh, well, that's yeah. the only good thing that ever came out of it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Preach. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, substance abuse. I never abused it. I had a lot of substance. <laughs> I've I've I been know. I've been told I abuse spices fairly regularly by people yeah. who eat my food, so I'd have to agree. Uh, that's probably true. That's probably too, uh, too much cumin. Mar marrying too early or too young, I guess. It's I I definitely didn't do that. I I did. <laughs> so, I'll admit to that one. First time. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor over there. Yeah. Don't tell her. <clears throat> too much too much consumer debt. Yeah, me and Amazon. <laughs> uh, let's let's see. Uh, not saving money for retirement. I'm already in retirement. I've got enough money saved. I'm saving money, but the government's making it less and less by the day. <laughs> All right, here's the one: maintaining toxic relationships. Oh. You know, friends that you know you really shouldn't be friends with, or people that you know, or... No, I, I cut a lot of people off pretty easily. It's not that difficult. That's still mm -hmm. why he's what hard to get a hold of. Off? Were they toxic? Uh, probably. It's just See, better there you go. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I had to cut a person out of my life just because I could tell where things were going. It wasn't that they were toxic. It was just like, this is, I just don't need to be around and watch what happens. Yeah, I've had a few. Uh, not taking care of your teeth. Let me see. Everybody smile. Yeah, everybody's got teeth here. We're okay. But uh, we know some people that have it. Uh, not taking care of your skin. No, that's why I grew a beard. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Worrying what other people think. Yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of that to some no. degree. No, I, I no. Jim? I, I really cared about what people think. Yeah, James is the exception to the rule. James is a Jedi master of not give a fuck. <laughs> it's 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 pretty amazing. I've I've the stuff I've seen James do, and just like eh, whatever. So, so remember, this is when you were a youth trying to grow up too fast. And did you want to get? I remember. I remember desperately wanting to be twenty-one so I could drink, but. That never stopped anybody I know. <laughs> well, you know, that was, you're right. Didn't really, I mean, legally going by and drink. <laughs> uh, Usually the people that, I know involved going to the woods and all of a sudden magic alcohol fairies would appear. Yeah, poof. Not traveling the world. Mm. Yeah, so that's a regret. I, I would like to see more of the world, but I'm scared of the world. A lot of places I'd like to go, I'd, I'd go, eh, but they might not let me back, or they might kidnap me. I've, I've been lucky enough to go to a couple places around the world, and always made me one thing. My bed is the best place to sleep. I, you know, it's, it's cool to see, but, yeah, I like being yeah, home. Yeah, but if you didn't have something to kind of compare it to, maybe you wouldn't think that. That's true. I mean, but... Well, 
the only thing you ever saw was your bed, then you'd, I, you'd definitely want to travel. I, I'm not a super traveler person. I, I have family that love traveling the world, and I'm just like, eh, good for you. Yeah. Take yeah. The, Let me see the slideshow. How about this one? Not learning from other people's mistakes. I've learned from all my friends' mistakes. Mm, bet you haven't. <laughs> you don't know my friends. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, that seems to be. Getting tattoos you'll regret later in life. I, I know of a lot of people with that. I've never had that issue. Whoops. Yeah, I know you haven't. <laughs> Me neither. Oh, fuck both of you. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. No, I waited till later in life, and I, I have no regrets. I actually... Oh, like, graduating, there was a couple tattoos I was going to get. And I had a friend who was wanting to become a tattoo artist, and he was the one that was <laughs> them. We lost contact outside of high school, so I never got the tattoos. Surprising Probably thing a good thing. You never want to be a guinea pig for a beginning tattoo artist. I, I know. They certainly don't work out well. I know a surprising number of people that have something that's, you know, the technical definition of a tattoo. And yes, what happened? Oh, a guy, I, I got this tattoo in the guy's garage. It's like, and, 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 oh yeah, he, he did it for half price. What, what was the full price? I think you paid too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyways, but yeah, that's the only person I was ever going to get tattoos from, and I never got it. I just never went on and did it. Unfortunately, the gentleman I wanted to get tattooed by is, um, unfortunately, he is dying. Uh, he, he was a tremendous artist, and he was legitimately somebody, before he started getting really sick, I was going to get tattooed by. And Oh, you're talking about my favorite artist? Uh-huh. Well, you know, he passed away. Uh, I did not. Yeah. About a week ago. Oh, damn. But he, he was he was absolutely amazing artist, and he was one of the few people that I saw enough of his work. I was like, oh, okay, I could get something. But no, nah, besides that, like I'm too picky, and I'm too ADD. I may love it one day, and the next thing I'm just like, well, how do I get rid of this? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it on that list. Oh, come on. There's got to be more. I'm sure there are, but I'm not going to read any more. So, you guys hear about the the submersible titanic what's how's yeah. that how's that uh thing, yeah, thing well, sunk? Them. Yeah. How, how, how ironic you know you go down to look at a a wreck and only to have a wreck well the good thing about it is that they do have like five days of air in that vessel so <laughs> they're not dead yet if they didn't spring a leak but uh, yeah and that may be the question because it's so many of these submersibles have fail safes where basically yeah. something goes wrong, they drop a bunch of weight and they pop up like a cork. And yeah. apparently this unit uh, kind of got a different way of working or something. Yeah, I was I'm trying just, to read. Did they lose them though? That's that's the thing that I'm well, so confused about. So even if they lost communications, because that's the start of it, I guess they lost. The communications went down, and then now they can't. So part of that submarine is um, not metal. It, it's a type of whatever. I you know, it's made out of some super strong non-metal material. 
Uh, and I think that's what made it uh, financially feasible to make the, these subs. Well, and they may be a little bit of the, the problem with finding it as well. Uh, but so, I'm and, not, and, a, I'm and not that, a marine expert, so I don't know. Are they going to four days supply of oxygen? Are they going to drag out the Glomar Explorer? I, I I just don't know how they're going to. This is going to be difficult. Well, they have other submersibles, I think, in the area or near it or something. And they're calling out everything, everything they can get into the area, and, and the and the Coast Guard is out, and uh, they've got some super secret ways of finding subs, and they're going to deploy it. And I don't. Stupid question. Yeah, but- uh, do those alternative uh, materials, do they ping like metal? So that was my thought, that they're probably not. You know, because the whole idea is it's, you know, it's underwater radar. Basically, it has to get a signal back. And if it if it's not really good at sending signals back, it, you know, it's weaker and maybe harder to find. The that was yeah. one. Of, that was one of my favorite stories. By the way, I was reading something a while ago, and the guy said, "You know what? The number one thing you don't want to be near when you're a scuba diver." The guy said, "A submarine with sonar." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Bing. That. Yeah. But for the price tag of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for this little trip. <clears throat> well, I was explaining to John the way I felt about it uh, was that it's you know it's a rich person's venture it's like going out to you know to outer space you can yeah. afford the millions of dollars to do that this is a cheap way you know so, out and saying hey i went down and saw the titanic see, this is this is where i think it went it was some guy going muffy how about we see the titanic next week <laughs> i guess how does this conversation come up i know i want to see a sunken ship where one of the deepest parts in the planet i just it's just odd to me but of course so is launching your ass in a rocket next to jeff bezos so sure. <laughs> pick your poison yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, but I agree. With, it's a little expensive. I think a little. Uh, <laughs> you could buy you could buy a decent sized home in Kentucky for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's just a ton yeah, of money. The question is, do you want a home in Kentucky or do you want to go see the Titanic? That's the balance. I, I'd rather buy a home in to Kentucky than see the Titanic because you know what's going to happen. I can sell the home. I can walk out of it. If you're stuck right next to Titanic, walking out of the hatch is a little hazardous. Uh, you know, look at this way. You don't come back. You'll be part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so it reminds me of a Mel Brooks skit. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear about the family who their I can't remember if it was an uncle, I think it was an uncle died. And they go into the basement and find guess what? what? A dead body. Eight hundred thousand pennies. Pennies. I saw that story. They're they're looking for the one, right? Isn't it yeah, isn't they, it? We only spent an hour looking. Oh. All right. Now I gotta say, you know, I would actually spend the time. I don't know if I would go through all eight hundred thousand. Yeah. So tell me, tell me the story. Do you know more? Because I, I only blaze so, headlines. Tell me more about the story. The deceased relative down there. Um, and what happened is when that relative found out that they were going to reduce the amount of copper. in the pennies in the 19th uh that person decided that the value of the older pennies from 1980 and older was going to increase so they decided to start saving pennies no 
So any penny that's been found from 79 and, and below, they just started saving them and throwing them down the basement, apparently. And when that person died, they had a stash of right around 800,000 copper pennies. Wow. You think so? So, as somebody who's bought and sold a few homes, you think you would have found them only worth pennies? Is that what your point was? Well, this is the <laughs> home that they've been in for that entire time, John. So, I mean, when he died and the family was going through, you know, his estate and his little hoarding stashes, they came across pennies, which I think is actually one of the better things to hoard than you know newspapers or random pieces of fucking plastic that's <laughs> true I mean, one of my grandparents used to stay save the little the the, the little plastic pizza pizza things that, so they don't crush the box <laughs> they used to save that thing for some it's, reason so it, there was a bunch of those all around the house why don't it's a know? depression it's a depression era thing <laughs> I had a, one of my grandmothers apparently used to dry and reuse coffee filters. Apparently, nobody asked for coffee. But anyway, so the yeah, the family only spent an hour looking through these pennies, and then they listed the entire thing for twenty five thousand dollars. And just doing the math, that's a little low ball. So, and I don't know. To, to be honest, it may be worth it just so they don't have to move it. Because I would be like, you know. So, they already yeah, did move okay. it out of the house. So, they already moved the location once. Then why not go to Coinstar? <laughs> it, it may take a while. Yeah. I, I just think they were being lazy because I, you know. It I, definitely sounds like it. Because if you already picked it up and moved it, go to your local bank or credit union that have a coin machine and just spend a couple hours dumping in. <laughs> But, I mean, the way I kind of look at it is, you've got a really good shot of finding at least, you know, five or six of those pennies that are actually worth something. They have an app for and, that and now. Think of 800,000. You know, and it's saying roughly 800,000. So that, you know, give or take, you have a really good shot of finding... At least a couple of that might have been stamped incorrectly. I'm not saying you're going to find like, you know, an extremely rare million dollar penny, but you can find a few that are worth a few thousand dollars. They they actually have an app for that that I was playing around with because uh, when I worked retail. It's not a free app, the good ones. Yeah, this one has it, this one was not a free app, but it got like a seven day trial. Anytime I work retail, I always keep changing one pocket so I can switch out coins. Um, and the number of them, I couldn't tell what they were. It's like a Hong Kong ni uh, nickel and all this stuff. So it, it is, it is kind of cool to actually see if you got a bunch of random change from all over the world. Yeah, but I mean, what does the what does the app actually do? You have to like, does it do it one at a time? It does it one at a time, which is a pain. But it does tell you what this is a, a pro approximately worth based on the information you can scan from the coin. Yeah, but just think about doing that eight hundred thousand times. You know, so if if, if how much does eight hundred thousand pennies weigh? Oh, sh <laughs> anybody got <laughs> anybody have Alexa? Yeah, computer. How much does eight hundred thousand pennies weigh? <laughs> the old guy. So a 
Well, we got it wrong because it only said 80,000 pennies. Wait, it's so 440 pounds. Pennies, yeah. 1,000 pennies <clears throat> is about seven pounds. Okay, so, seven pounds times 800,000. 800, yeah, but if you do 1,000, so it's about 800 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so. It's a lot of pennies. It is. Slip up upstairs. So how much money would have that be? Because I'm too lazy to do the calculations. How much? Uh, mm. Hey, James, how much is that actually in money? $80,000? Yeah. You couldn't figure that out, John? I'm tired. <laughs> I've, had a, I've, been, I've been working since, uh, like... All right, all right. Very early this morning. Yes. <laughs> so did they say right. why? Did the did, did actual article actually say why they decided to lowball it? Uh, because they're just trying to get rid of it. Yeah, they just—they didn't have the energy to go through eight hundred thousand pennies to find that one worth a million dollars. As as somebody who bought their first Xbox and nothing but pennies, I I think that they just should have just bought a bunch of rolling machines and some papers <laughs> and just had an afternoon rolling because it's amazing what rolling, you can buy. Rolling machines and papers is something different. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to somebody who grew up in the 60s. Oh, oh, we had something to do with coins? Oh, coin wrappers. Got it. Because, right. you know. Yeah, I still think like they should have just kept it in their, you know, kept the money, gone through it. You know, they just kind of, you know, quickly have like one bucket that, you know, is guaranteed these are not worth anything. You know? And that's what you need to do. It'll ju just take you a little while to go through, you know, like from 19, you know, you just look and find out where the rare coins are, what years, and you throw those one way, throw the other ones the other way. That's it. So, I mean, that can't be that hard. Cannot they obviously be. decided not to talk to you, Jim. And they obviously decided that they're dumb and to sell 80,000 coins for $25,000. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. Oh, well. I, I easy have, come, easy. That's, that's one of those easy come, easy go things, right? It's just these yeah. people. I have to admit, inherited. if you read that in Facebook Marketplace, you would have thought it was a scam. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm like, how would you run a, was it a Craigslist ad? Cause Craigslist ad? That's just hilarious. Well, anyways, but, you know, it's one of those that's not my mistake to make, so they can make it and uh, whatever. <laughs> that's just funny. You know, do you guys have any reasons why you shouldn't sleep naked? Just, well, I have uh, one. Whatever you do, don't sleep naked this summer, according to a doctor. Well, just just in case, if your house catches on fire, you want to be clothed when you run out the door. Well, there, there, there is that. <laughs> Those things <laughs> change. This doctor said, it's an inside joke. This doctor says that uh, you can fart up to 25 times per day. And every time you fart, you shoot it out crap out of your ass it gets into your bed so you don't want to be sleeping in your own crap in your bed that's why you wash your sheets i mean it's the same thing with wearing clothes <laughs> is that what it is i wondered why i had to do that so how often are I you mean, supposed to wash your sheets to, just for all those college students i think it's like supposed to be every month i've heard <laughs> some people say every two weeks i've heard every month i've heard every two months i've heard every week you know just, every three days 
they yeah. start standing up on their own. Kind of Anyways, um, anyway, I'm yeah, sorry. it doesn't sound like this doctor is very smart. I just, you know, he talked about things like uh, you don't sleep as well. I, I call bullshit on most of this, but yeah. <laughs> you, you know what it was is some guy probably asked him. And and he's you know this he was probably so annoyed by the question the guy's like yeah because you can spray yeah. you know yeah. I, I, I could see that yeah ask a doctor a stupid question they'll give you a really stupid answer well not all doctors are smart just because you can you know and the doctor or what who knows maybe this maybe this guy wasn't an MD maybe he who knows no he's hey what's your doctorate at flatly <laughs> how about uh. 10 hit TV shows that are forgotten today. Sure. All right. Let's see how far back your memories go. Uh, Moonlighting. You guys remember Moonlighting? Bruce Willis. Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis. Very popular show back in the days. I do know of it. I never watched it, though. Yeah. Well, 1985 to 1989. Oh, was it 85? No. Designing Women? I watched that. that. That show was hilarious. I don't know why I found it so funny at how young I was, but I found it hilarious. It was pretty good. Northern Exposure, which I really liked. That, that show was funny. 1995. It was a good show. Very quirky. <clears throat> uh, Caroline in the City. Yes, that was... Um, <sighs> yeah, I liked that one, too. I did, too. I can't remember the actress's name, though. No, not it's on my head. I can't remember. It doesn't say. Is it Leah Thompson? It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be who it was. Looks like her. I have a picture, but no names. Thirty something, thirty something. I don't even remember thirty. Don't remember that. I think it was Leah Thompson, honestly. China Beach. There was a good one. It was a Vietnam (coughs) story, kind of the Nashish in a way. Wasn't that the one that starred Dana Delady? Dana Delady. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Leah Thompson. Oh, okay. L.A. Law. Remember L.A. Law? I do. No. Uh, yes. Yeah, that was a good one. I don't know about this one. Getting into though. Yeah. Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Yep. Seymour. The, the the show where you never wanted to show up on the doorstep. She was the angel yeah. of death. <laughs> six six feet under. Six feet. Under. Yeah. I I knew of it but never saw it. Oh, that's a good show. Ryan got me to watch that one. That sounds like yeah. something he would watch. Well, I could see that it'd be fun because there's dark humor in it. He Hill likes Street to, Blues. He likes to take his work home. Yeah. Hill Street Blues. I, uh, I, I watched 81 to 87. It was a cop show. It was one of those early um, dramedy. Well done right? Cop shows, yeah. That's it. That's all I'm on this list. Boy, it's been a list day for me. <clears throat> China Beach. Wasn't that the, the, the one that starred the lady who was on the CSI Las Vegas, the blonde lady? She was in it. Um, she played a nurse. Uh, yeah, well, it was mostly about nurses. Uh, I haven't seen that show in years. Let's see. I, yeah, I forgot her name, too, but I do know Dana Delaney because she was one very good-looking woman. Still is a good looking Okay, next. <laughs> well, I've got uh, I'm, seven I'm, minutes to fill. I am out of, I am out of stories. Are you out of stories? Um, well, let me see if I have anything left. I've got uh, why James is looking for the last. I've got one more thing here we could kind of talk about. Uh, famous quotes. 
I don't know about this part that goes guaranteed to send chills down your spine because I don't agree with that last part, but they are some interesting famous quotes. Things like, uh, if there is a God, he must ask me forgiveness. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll where it's from, though. Yeah, well, some of them say because that one was unknown. Uh, this creature softened, softened my heart of stone. She died, and with her death, my last warm feelings for humanity went. <laughs> That's a hilarious quote. <laughs> Joseph Stalin. Uh, uh, yeah. Are you talking about Ava Braun? Jeez. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think so. Uh, the saddest thing about betrayals is, let me try this again. The saddest thing about betrayal is that it never comes from your enemies. That one's about as true as you can get. That was Julius Caesar. Okay, well, this one's unknown. But <laughs> maybe Julius Caesar stole it. <laughs> no, he said it on the Senate floor. <laughs> yeah, right. My favorite so, one was soccer. Uh, how about My this one? Two possibilities exist. Either we are alone in the universe or we are not. Both of these are equally terrifying. Eh. My, my favorite one was uh, Socrates. I drank what? <laughs> uh, the darkest places in hell are reserved for those who maintain their neutrality in times of moral crisis. <laughs> that must have come from a politician. Yeah. Uh, okay. See if you guys know this one. If you're going through hell, keep going. Okay. Winston Churchill. Ah. If you're going through hell, keep going. <laughs> ah. Yeah, if you're going through the hell, keep going. Apparently, he wanted okay, to Okay, how about level. this one? The world is full of monsters with friendly faces. That's a truism. Lemony Snicket. Hmm. I was going to say Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs> hell is empty, and all the devils are here. Uh, sounds like Donald Trump. William Shakespeare. Oh. That was too eloquent. Uh, it wasn't said in four different ways. Yeah. In the end, it is not the years in your life that count. It's the life in your years. That sounds like Donald Trump. Mm, Abraham Lincoln. Ah. Well, I'm sorry for the, the those who are against Trump. Apparently, I just compared him to a great man. I'm sorry about that. Everything you love will probably be lost, but in the end, love will come back in another way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know. All right, here we go. Let's see, you guys should get this one. I don't know what weapons World War Three will be fought with, but World War Four World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Yeah, yeah, I know that quote. I couldn't tell you who said it though. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you who said it. Albert Einstein. Ah, that's right. Oh, talk about that. Um, the Oppenheimer movie is supposed to be fantastic. Mm. I did the same thing. I heard um, the one of his friends like had to recover from watching <clears throat> the movie because of how how well done it was, and it just broke down. So it, it's it's a movie on the list of things I want to see. I don't know if I'm willing to go to is theaters. It, is it streaming? Streaming? No, it's yeah. theater. No, yeah, it's theater. Okay. But it will because be at some point. Yeah, I want to see it too. 
should be I, I, the only problem is how historical is it really? I mean, is it, does so, it have a lot of poetic so, license? Or? Supposedly, uh, Christopher Nolan tried to make it as accurate as possible, but it's also a movie, so they're 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 going to yeah, have to know, play with right. the truth. But it's supposed to be really damn yeah. good. Well, good. Then I'll see that. That's what I heard as well. I heard it's supposed to be really damn good. I heard a good friend of uh, Oppenheimer when he went and saw this film. He he. It was very difficult for him to see because of how well done it was because all the memories it brought back. But I'm thinking the guy's ancient anyways if he knew Oppenheimer. So I don't, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 like I've I've met, met talked to multiple people whose parents were um, uh, in the concentration camps and they couldn't they couldn't get past certain scenes and fiddle on the roof. Uh, to me, that seems that would be a mark of high praise if if it caused that sort of emotional response. Yeah. All right, here's the last one for you guys. If voting made a difference, they wouldn't let us use it. Yeah, that's, a, that's true. That's a good one, huh? Any guess? Ross Perot. Mark Twain. I was good. You were close. <laughs> that's why the election was stolen. Tinfoil hat on. Yeah, that's why uh, won. <laughs> Well, there you go. I closed out the show. I so, got it all. We don't need any more. So Did for the f- how many times Ross Perot actually ran for president? Do you? No. This is more than once. I remember that. He he what? was he was the last true funny person running for office because his sayings were damn hilarious. Made no sense, but absolutely hysterical. I can hear Mexico sucking our jobs from here. <laughs> your damn ears, sir. Uh, and every comedian decided, it's like, maybe I should not say the first thing at the top of my mouth. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for the California Pride, the fat man, the old guys, and our other ragtag bunch of guests who couldn't make it today, as always, mm-hmm. thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.